food is a vehicle for conversation. Food, food is a, a means by which we can begin to understand ourselves and neighbors on a much deeper level. I think when it comes to Southern food, one of the biggest misconceptions is that it just came out of nothing. Uh, the reality is, is that Southern food is a result of multiple historical and cultural collisions, particularly between Europe, Africa, and Native America. When it comes to people of African descent, are these extremely powerful notes that food is how we pass in our culture. Food is how we resisted enslavement and oppression. And food is how we showed our agency. It wasn't, it wasn't passive. One of the things that gets me the most concerned is when people refer to African-American vernacular foodways as sort of like what was given to us. No, it's what we created for ourselves and for others. So I think it's incredibly empowering to learn about um, that tradition from the historic side the way I do here at Colonial Williamsburg. Field peas, black eyed peas. We think of them as something you just eat for good luck on New Year's. Well, it's deeper than that. When I went to Senegal, West Africa, I went to Gore Island, which is where enslaved people were prepared for shipment to the New World, including some of my own ancestors. And the last remaining slave castle, the Maison d'Esclaves, they explained to us that black eyed peas were one of the foods that were given to enslaved Africans, cooked in palm oil to fatten them up. One thing about sweet potatoes is that in the West Indies, anywhere they were boiling sugar, they were a really quick energy food. And when the men would go to the sugar boiling house, their job was to pour the sugar all night long. You know, talking about long ladles, molten hot cane syrup. That becomes molasses, and then it becomes fermented into rum which of course will then cross the ocean, buy more enslaved people, and feed a triangular trade. But what happens is, while they're cooking this, this syrup down all night, they're dumping some of it over top of an iron pot filled with sweet potatoes. What does that sound like to you? It sounds like candy yams. And they, they would eat that to heat them up all night, because they had to be up all night. It was a high energy snack to have that. We, every time you eat candy yams now, I want you to think about an enslaved man in their sugar boiling house all night long making that dish happen as a, as a means to stay awake. I don't think about food and cooking the way other people do. I think of it in terms of big block ideas. The ultimate is to create something that tastes good. It's not about how much of this or that you put into it or what technique you use. Black cooking is more about flavor. It's about spirit. And I think it's less about gourmet techniques that require a lot of fancy, because we didn't have that. Only thing we had was our, our feeling about the food and feeling about each other. My parents asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I want to be a writer, I want to be a teacher, I want to be a chef, and I want to be a preacher. For me, all those elements are conjoined. This idea of feeding people as a spiritual exercise, this idea of feeding people as being an educator, this idea of feeding people as creating a text that's edible. All of that to me, it all makes sense. It's all part of one holistic worldview. The secret to the best cooking is trying to find things where everything complements each other. It's about commu creating communalism among your ingredients, and that's how you make the food taste good. We call our food soul food, why? It's the only culinary tradition named after a transcendental quality. It's named after something that transcends life and death. It's not about our nation, it's about our spirit. And that's what makes me like so proud of it.